Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And Megan's got the giggles. Because <laughs> it looks like your headphone is trying to run away. Not even a minute in, you're already peeing your pants laughing. No, because the, the headphones that I have broke. No. So one of the earpieces keeps <laughs> like... And then like, he tried ripping the headphone thing off. This is what we were laughing at before we even started. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Laugh so hard, I, my eyes produce so much water, it flipped my eyelids inside out. The hell? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm composed. You're going to keep looking at me, seeing the headphone out of place, yeah, and you're laughing. You're Yeah, I'm fine. I'm All right. good. All right. <laughs> All right. Today's episode is. Um, well, it was supposed to be what last week's was, but we're actually waiting to get all the uh, we call it documents for the undisclosed files to be released, which I think they got released uh, yesterday. They got released early. The 180 days was didn't come up yet, but they released them anyway. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna look through that before we do the uh, undisclosed file episode. Yeah. But we're moving this episode, which is all about horror video games and scary video games and video games that might have paranormal. Essence to them, yep. which to today. So this which, is what it's all about. Yeah, which means Isaac's going to be the main talker in this one because I play video games a little bit, but not a lot. So yeah, I mean, not at all. I mean, I know of some games, <laughs> but <clears throat> as far as me playing them, yeah. <laughs> so basically, we're taking like games that like have paranormal elements to them and stuff like that um so if you're a gamer like me this can be fun yeah for if you're a gamer like megan it's not existence it's, you're just along for the ride yep i'll just commentate anyway so i remember the first like real horror game i played when i was mm-hmm. a kid um was a p on a ps2 because mm-hmm. i had nintendo and then uh, 64 and GameCube and stuff like that. And there's really any kind of horror games based on that. Yeah. And I better played a PS2 before GameCube came out. Yeah. Um, and I played Resident Evil 2 mm-hmm. before I played Resident Evil 1. And Resident Evil 2 was holy crap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whole pre- premise of Resident Evil was a zombie outbreak took place in Raccoon City because of a virus called the T virus mm-hmm. that turned, uh, living, brought people back from the dead. The zombies, and then turned people who got infected by it into zombies themselves. Yeah. So that was the whole premise. It was like a good zombie game for zombie games or zombie games, right? Yeah. One of the first originators, you would say, the OG when it comes to zombie games. And it was pretty scary for a kid in there, like, was 14, 13? No, I was, I was young. I was playing that. It was holy crap. And I played the entire series. Uh, I think Zero was like, like the, Precursor to Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out on the GameCube. I remember I played that. That was pretty fun. Um, and then Resident Evil 1 was remade for the GameCube, which I played that as well. And then there's so many different games from 1 to 6. And those are the ones that are in or 0 to 6. And then you got the accompanying ones like Code Veronica. Um, yeah, I forgot the other ones. I know Code Veronica was part of it. And then Resident Evil uh, Biohazard, which I was a pretty interesting game. This is my first person because the majority of Resident Evil games are like, like a third person where you see the character. Mm-hmm. And then Resident Evil 4 really set the bar. You have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I know like some of what you're talking about. So First person, cool. you you just see the screen. You see, maybe see the gun. <laughs> oh, okay. Around. That, okay. <laughs> okay. That I know. Okay. Now, um, but I remember one thing Resident Evil 4 did really set the bar for video games was the uh, third person over the shoulder. Like a lot of video games ca- copy that style after that. Uh, which is you get to stand behind your character the entire time, but you get to see him. Mm-hmm. So it's like third person, but you only always behind his left or right shoulder. So a lot of games copy that style, you would say, after that yeah. point in time. And that came out like 2003, 2004. I was still in high school. I remember Gabe played it, like, consistently after it came out. Like, he wanted to beat it in one day, kind of level playing it. Jeez. I know. <laughs> but, um, no, it was, it was, the games themselves were intense, but it wasn't so much causing fear, right? It's in the essence of horror, but not so much fear. The game that actually scared me a lot to play 
with Silent Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of people talking about that when that. Yeah, I never played the first one. I played the second one. <clears throat> but a lot of stories explained from the first one. And some of the story doesn't even relate to the first one. Like, you don't, you can play the second one. I didn't know ever playing the first one. You, you get the gist of what's going mm-hmm. on. But Silent Hill, the whole premise of the game is that uh, the first one and the second one kind of read the same story. But the this, this town, town of Silent Hill, the uh, reason why it's cursed, you would say, is that uh, a mining explosion happened underneath the city that caused the entire under part of the city to light on fire. And so the entire city is covered in ash and smoke entirely. Mm-hmm. Almost like it's hell burning from underneath it. But something supernatural happened to the city um, that caused the city, the town to be basically engulfed in creatures and scary ass shit. Every time, like a certain time, every time you hear a siren mm-hmm. go off, right? I see the walls start to bleed away and it like turns to rust, like a, like a dead prison and stuff like that. I remember one part of the game, you're supposed to walk down these stairs and they feel like they go on for like five minutes in the game. Like you just keep running down these stairs, keep going and going and going and going and going. And once you get down there, you're like in hell. Jeez. And where there's the character called Pyramid Head, mm-hmm. which is a giant guy with a metal pyramid kind of masting on his head, dragging a giant ass sword around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like a point in the game, I, th- I think it was Silent Hill 2, or actually it was a prequel to the series. I can't remember which one. You're in like a, a hotel, and of course everything's abandoned, this entire town, like there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And you're walking down this hotel, and you run, run, come across a corner, and there's like metal gate fence thing, like between the the hallways, and you see this dark big figure standing there, right? I remember I played, I turned around the corner, I stopped, I was like, oh shit, I don't have to shoot this guy, right? And he just stood there and stared at me, so I backed up and went back to another door, mm-hmm. and went back over there, and he was gone. So here's a question, yeah, coming from someone that like I've never really played any video games, um. Do you think, like, when you play, like, horror video games or, like, any kind of, like, scary games, do you think it gives you almost the same sensation as if you're watching a scary movie? Yes, in a long sense. Mm-hmm. Now, there are jump scares in video games. Oh, there's a lot of jump scares. Um, one of the other ones I'm going to talk about here in a minute uh, has a lot of them, and it pisses you off sometimes. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, gosh, son of a bitch. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... A video game can last you 16 hours, right? A horror movie is only two at most. That's true. So imagine playing or watching a horror movie for 16 hours, right? Yeah. Some of the scary shit you can go through. And of course, there's a lot of action and stuff like that. Some horror games, um, I forgot the name of it, but the whole premise is, of, is it that you have to get out of a building without any weapons. You have to sneak around these, these, uh, either creatures or like, like, uh, like, crazy guys that are looking for you, right? And you don't have any weapons. All you do is just sneak around, right? That's a suspense level. Like Alien, uh video game based on the movie Alien was on that premise. Mm-hmm. The aliens in the space, in the, 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 the spaceship, but like the, the space center that you're in and you're the only one left survive and you have to basically sneak around it. Otherwise it's looking for you, mm-hmm. right? That creates like a level of anxiety just playing it. Yeah. Because you're like, <laughs> sneak around it and shit like that. Mm. Some games that I remember I played before, like you're up really, really high, like on top of a building, look down and you see how far it goes down. Creates that same level of like vertigo or like that, uh, like you're on that edge. So leading that does, do you think like if they actually start working on virtual reality, like incorporating that into video games and it gets like really good, do you think it's going to be a problem? For people playing like horror games, <laughs> because you know you've seen those videos where like they have the virtual reality and they start like hitting stuff or whatever, like in real life. Well, you think it's gonna be yeah. And that, on that point, uh, there's a game, a video game that never was. Mm-hmm. They call the greatest game that never was. Mm-hmm. It was called PT, mm-hmm. which was the same company and creator that created Death Stranding that came out last last year. Yeah, uh, 2019. It's weird to say two years ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they came out in 2019 called Death Stranding. The same company, the same guy that was behind Silent Hill, funny enough, created a first person, um, game that you're in a haunted house and scary shit starts happening. Mm-hmm. Now, you play on a VR. Yeah. Right? And that scared the shit out of a lot of people. You can easily go on YouTube or anything like that and watch people actually play it. And it's funny because you see people get scared shitless and stuff, but their reactions are real. Now, 
what was going to be or still going to be happening is you know what augmented reality is, right? Kind of. Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. That was okay, augmented yeah, reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was using your phone, right? And you see, like, through the phone, you see something that's there, but mm-hmm. you only see it through your phone. Yeah. They were thinking about creating a horror game that's based on that. Ooh. Right? So you would be in your house, and you would use your phone and see things jumping around corners and stuff like that. Or running or stuff like that in your house. And if you had headphones on while doing it, you would hear it like it was in your house. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... Uh, but that's the future of horror gaming. Yeah. That makes sense. That's yeah. that's what's going to be. And the VR versions of that are going to do that as well. So here's a question. If it gets to that point where something like that is happens, do you think darker entities or like demonic things will take advantage of that? And There was an X-Files sounds, episode sounds, that did that. It sounds like a little like, oh my God, that's kind of like far-fetched and kind of like whatever. But it's kind of like anything... You know, your intent is to find something, in a sense, in the game. But, you know, demons don't fucking know that. It's funny, I, I feel like an X-Files episode of that, where they yeah. talked about, like, virtuality games that get involved. Or is it, like, or is it a video game based on I don't know. I, I remember something based on that. The idea of, like, a game that's created to for entertainment, but somehow demons get involved in it. Mm-hmm. And they start actually attacking people within the game well because you know like paranormal stuff can manipulate technology yeah so what stops them from you know what i mean yeah so yeah i know there's a game and i do not like to play these like i think one of like the people that like uh has a youtube channel that's like paranormal based that like challenges like you know like weird phone numbers you shouldn't call and you know, like stuff like that. She goes to places that are weird. I forgot her name, but I think she did a game. Like, you know, like she, she has a uh, video where she like tests out Randonautica and stuff like that. Or Randonautica, Randonautica is, is, well, yeah, you know, that's technically a game, but it's in the same essence of a style of an app or it can, can be essentially a game. Well, I think it's an attention war anyway, mm-hmm. but can have dangerous outcomes. Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah, I've read crazy stories about that. Anyways. Um, but one thing is she played this game and apparently it's like so realistic. Like it looks like you're chatting with friends. I, I only saw like a snippet of it. It was like a trailer for her upcoming episode. And it was, um, like a, a game, it had like people that looked like on Skype and you're supposed to interact with them and they act like it's like weirdly like they're actually there. Like they're supposed to be playing this game with you and then like all this crazy stuff happens. And I don't know, I don't know if the game itself is terrifying or, or what. Like I, it, it just escaped my of- mind. Um, what was that game that was a popular, still popular right now? I, I, I totally forgot the name of it. I know you, people would do it being sus. You hmm? know what I'm talking about? That person's sus. Red is sus. Blue is sus. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Among Us. That's right. Oh. That sounds like it was like a real life Among Us. Mm-hmm. Right? But, um,. Like in like a life form because you're you're being suspect suspicious of the person you're talking to whether they're real or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. No, because like part of me like it's tempted by that stuff, but then I'm like Megan, no, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. So I saw that game and I was like, it's probably a game I should not play. Well, as soon as they start mastering, which they are right now, because they invented the 3D, uh, sorry, the 360 treadmill. Remember you saw that in, um, we call it, uh, Player One? Player One? Player One. You ever saw that? Yeah. I mean, I've seen that movie. Because, I don't know. <sighs> you see, anyway, the VR, the virtuality that he was in, the world that, of the, of the, mm-hmm. uh, Oasis, right? The only way he could walk around freely or anyone was with the, um, either you walked around like the actual war walking around the real world, or you had a, a 360 treadmill, which is a treadmill that ran in any direction. Hmm. Right? So you can walk in any direction, treadmill will go in that direction. They've invented Ooh. it. Like, they, in real it life? It exists, yeah. What? So they're actually creating the player one world, the Oasis. 
by the time I'm 40, maybe they'll have it out. Wow. Maybe or later. I don't know. That's oh. crazy. But yeah, they're creating that. And what what's going to happen with that is imagine playing a video game that you actually can be in. You can run. You can jump. You can. I can just. <laughs> you can Especially shoot. You can feel. Movie. You can feel yourself but getting see, hit. I feel yeah. like when we start getting into that, I wonder if like stuff is going to blur together too much. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, of course, there's that obvious addiction of people wanting to live in that world more than the real world. Yeah. But people do that now. Yeah. But no, no, no. I mean, like, like blurs and, and like, it almost makes someone, I think there's a movie about that somewhere. It almost makes them crazy because they're, they have trouble differentiating between reality, reality and what they're saying, especially if it's like, if it gets like to a point where it's like you could disappear into another world. There's a world. butt ton of crappy sci-fi movies that are based on that premise. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> but no, when they create that, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine a horror game where you're running from a psychopath murderer in oh that my God. world. I don't know if I could do that. Right? Yeah. Or in a haunted house that's like dealing with demonic possession or something. But I feel like, or what if too, like it, virtual reality or something like that gets to a point where like, exorcism videos like they can re-edit it redo it kind of where it's like you're actually there in the room watching the exorcism mm, that, that sounds like a recipe for disaster right yeah so then that makes that makes me think well you know how they say that stuff can get transmitted through or what if that would be insane if they do tv shows where it's like you're actually investigating with the investigators the future go ahead the Dang. future. Uh, That's a, I don't know if I would even do that. But then the, would stuff transfer over? Who knows? Well, spirits can transfer through electronic waves. So there's no mm-hmm. if humans create another world per se, mm-hmm. right? An oasis style world, mm-hmm. you can guarantee spirits are going to go there too. Mm. Speaking of which, there's actually been haunted games, games that have ghosts in them. Really? Yes. Have they tested that? It's like there are urban legends and creepypastas surrounding, yeah. but there's actually one that actually for sure that people found ghosts in that make no sense of why this character's in there. It only appears once and never appears again. What? Yeah. Super Mario, Super Mario World or Super Mario 64. Um, I think the one we hear is like firstly, first time Mario is ever 3D. Mm-hmm. One of them, I can't remember, uh, has a spot, spot in the game where a ghost would appear out of nowhere. Um, like a guy, a, a white cartoon figure with like glowing eyes will appear out of nowhere and never appear again. Mm. Yeah, there's that happens. Um, Pokemon Indigo. What were you hearing? Yeah, it sounded like someone was tapping on my headphones. Yeah. Oh. All right. You hear that from the fan? That yeah. beat it sounded like someone was going like that on my headphone. Yeah. Oh. They don't mind it fall off already because they can feel slobbing around. <laughs> anyway, um, Pokemon it's dangling, holding on for dear life. Yeah. I get new ones. I don't know how they broke. Pokemon Indigo actually um, had a uh, bad strand of, um, I say urban legend, but Pokemon Indigo had uh, not. I forgot which Pokemon Red or Blue, but Indi- not Pokemon Indigo. Po- Pokemon Red or Blue had a city called Indigo. That was purple in shade, and it was like it really acts at night or something. And the music that was played in the background apparently caused kids to go insane. What? Yeah, some actually got suicidal because of it. Yeah. Whoa. So much that the the creators changed the music in the updated versions of Red and Blue. Jeez. Yeah. Uh so there's some connotations like that that can happen. But funny enough, games that actually have been a history or at least an urban legend of causing uh, mental control and and um, seeping through your mind. It was a game that was only around once, and no one really has any evidence of it being ex- uh, around, other from the fact that it's a group amount of people that played it. It was called uh, Polybus. Polybus? I think I'm saying mm-hmm. that right. Polybus. Um, it was a, ga- a game, arcade-style game, mm-hmm. back in the 80s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. That was an arcade in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, the CIA or FBI or whatever, they created it to, uh, just read people's minds or control them or something. Because your religion as it goes, mm-hmm. right? They said the guy said that he had this theory behind it or whatever is because he saw agents 
guys in black suits come over and like check behind it like they're maintaining it and then leave. And go every like couple oh, once in a while to keep doing that. Mm. Yeah. Remember that that urban legend around the surrounding that game. <laughs> but uh but Minecraft apparently funny enough actually has some stuff that we call it uh horror creatures in it that mess with people big time. Really? Yeah. I've only ever seen videos. I never played it myself. Mm. Minecraft is never a game that seemed like interesting to me. Really? Yeah. Maybe if I was high and I played it, I don't know. Did you say if you were high, you'd play it? <laughs> yeah, because you keep repeating the same shit over and over oh my again. Gosh. Um, but you know what game actually scared me a lot when I first played mm. it? Because I remember I was talking about jump scares. And it, it was more scary for me than it would be for anybody else. Reason being is because the main character's name was Isaac. Mm-hmm. It was called Dead Space. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw me playing it before. Um, mm-hmm. um, the whole premise of the game is you are an engineer that gets called to a space station, right? Mm-hmm. That's had a distress call. And you're an engineer just there to fix shit, right? You got this big giant metal suit on, like a space suit, but it's like made of metal and stuff like that. Looks pretty badass. And you have a gun that's a plasma cutter. Yeah. Um, and when you get to the space station, you, you don't find anybody there. There's nobody, right? It's abandoned almost. And you go into the, um, your job is to go into another room that you can only get through, right? You fix the wiring in order for the, uh, the main, I guess the security room to be open for the military that are there with you. And I went like to a couple of doctors, right? And you're in that room, right? And the whole room's dark. You don't see anything. Mm-hmm. But the second you hit the lights on, you see all these dead bodies ripped apart and bloody, like, like splattered against the wall, like totally torn apart everywhere, right? And like you hear like the main guy, who's like I guess the sergeant or whatever, go, "Holy fuck, what happened in here?" Right? All of a sudden you hear like the scratching and like these creatures things are popping out of ceilings, essentially like aliens. But what they look like is like humans, but their bodies are like. Their spine is like ripped up and like elongated, and their arms are ripped up like like a praying mantis. They have like these giant pointy claw things, right? And they come at you and they like start like ripping at you and shit. Mm. <laughs> and what makes a game scary is that only those things are around in the entire space station that you have to repair in order to get off, right? Because the ship that you came on apparently gets destroyed. So you have to figure out how to make a distress, distress call or at least figure out how to power the ship to get back home. All right. This takes place in a far future, obviously, and a space station somewhere outside of, um, Saturn. But that was the second one. This space station floating somewhere. I can't remember where. I haven't played the game in a long time, but, um, there's apparently an alien artifact there that causes psychological problems to people who are around it for a period of time. And that's absolutely what's blame, what's the people in the story of the game are blaming the reason why these humans are turning to these creatures because this alien artifact is turning them into this. But the whole time you're playing it, now all you gotta deal with that shit on the ship, right? You gotta deal with your character seeing hallucinations, mm-hmm. things are not there, and consistently hearing whispering of Isaac over and over again the entire game. And different places and stuff like that. You might see a shadow run across the walls and stuff like that, and it's not there. Right, mm-hmm. that's why the game was scared me because I kept hearing my own damn name being called while I was playing it. But the jump scares, oh my god, there's so many it pisses you off sometimes. Like if you're running down an alley, right, and you see like a dead one of those creature things, like oh it's dead, and it jumps out at you, like oh fuck, and you're shooting at it. Yeah, why are you looking at me like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Anyway, but yeah, that was about the scariest game I played because the psychological reasons. And if no one's ever played it, I suggest playing it. It's a really good game. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm burping. Make 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 good food. Okay. <laughs> um. Maybe it's just acid reflux. No. Do you need Nexium? <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> okay. Nexium is good for acid reflux. No, when I had it. No, Nexium? I never took it. I never took it. I always had tums. Yeah, I don't miss that at all. That chalky taste. No, I don't miss having heartburn. Oh, I used to drink ginger ale. Yeah. That's a fun fact about me, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I forgot I had sleep apnea. That's that's how I got mm-hmm. rid of it. Yeah. 
Started getting the uh, sleeping with the Bane mask. Oh, you thought sleep was her ally. (laughs) (laughs) My bad brain impression. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know the game that actually you saw me play one time Mm -hmm. that you actually liked because it was less actiony but more like choose your own adventure kind of style Mm -hmm. thing. Like you decided what your character did. Like RPG Mm -hmm. was until dawn. Oh yeah, yeah. That I I remember that one. Yeah. You control your character essence of where they go mm-hmm. and decide what they do. But and it, it changes that, the story out for any outcome. That was the one with the Wendigo, right? Yep. And that's why I liked it because it had like a paranormal element to it. Now, the whole premise of the game is one a whole a group of friends get together at a cabin um, in support of their main friend who lost his sister, uh, and you're just there to hang out and basically be supportive, right? Mm-hmm. And it's up in the woods, a cabin nowhere, right? And it's, it's snowing, it's cold, and as it goes on, you start learning that uh, that there's a killer, or you think there's a killer, but there's also, not only that, there's actually uh, creatures that are um, out in the woods, mm. which are Wendigos. These woods are controlled by the Wendigo. One of the lines from the game. But if you never played that game, I suggest okay. playing it. It's really good. All the, all the actors in it, like... Like voice actors also do the the, the face capturing mm-hmm. for the thing you recognize, like uh, Rami Malek. He's mm-hmm. like the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your face? Ellen Page. No, she wasn't in it. That's another game. No, okay. But funny, she had a cool supernatural fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it between? God dang it! What was the name of that game? Ah, oh, I totally forgot. It'll come to me. But no, the whole premise of that game is that she had psychic abilities to move stuff around. So much so that the CIA actually um, recruited her to be an agent because she can also, not only could she like remote view people, but she could actually like move stuff around and actually kill people with her ability, which wasn't really ability. It was just a ghost of her twin brother who died in the, in the womb with her. And he, he stuck around forever and he was beyond two souls. Beyond two souls. That's right. I remember that. Um, that was the whole premise of the game that they thought she had psychic abilities and stuff like that. But really, she just, her brother, who's a twin, was still attached to her. And anything that he saw, she saw. Mm. So it was almost an illusion that she had psychic abilities. But really, she just was had a connection with her brother who could do things like the ghost could do. But he mm. actually could kill people, too. Weird. Yeah. It was a pretty cool game. That's weird. But yeah. kind of cool at the same time. Interesting. Um, Funny enough, you know what? I haven't game I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was created by the same people that Silent Hill. That's premise is fucking weird, mm-hmm. which I'll get to after a word from our sponsor, our only sponsor. I'm not gonna do a voice. I'm just gonna be me. Or okay. sorry, I'm not gonna invite anybody over. Oh my god! <laughs> I could get Seamus out here to do it for you, but he's oh, a little okay. busy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our only sponsor today is, uh, H2O Capsule. Um, I got this for a Christmas present or Christmas, uh, Secret Santa. And I actually like it a lot. I use it for the gym. I use it for work. Um, I never really use the credit card and wallet holder thing, but if it comes to advantage, I need it. It's there. Also a spot to hold your keys. It has a nice little sleeve that, um, I'm assuming it's for keeping the, the water control temperature. Uh, what I like about it is that I have water bottles in the past that would leak when you drink out of it. But no, this one really prevents anything from happening like that. Uh, and it's a good size, too. So it can last me all day at work. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at the gym. Yeah. Uh, Holds if you, a gallon, right? Uh, almost. Yeah. But um, if you want to get one yourself, they come in different colors. I got black, of course, because my you know, favorite color and all that. And I'm metal. Heavy metal. <laughs> um, but if you want one yourself, they come in different colors and patterns. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it at the direct store at H2O Capsule and use our code SHADOWS8 and get yourself 10% off. That's SHADOWS8 for 10% off. Back to what we're saying. Um, yeah, so the... What are you looking at me like that? <laughs> that headphone, man. Oh, it keeps, I feel it like fucking moving around. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, not trying to move my head. Like, like a floppy the ear. Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But um, 
again, its premise is so freaking weird. It can only come out of the mind of the creator, Silent Hill. Also, that PT game that uh, that, that game never was. Um, it's called Death Stranding, mm-hmm. which people blame that game for why PT didn't come out. Come out because he basically stopped his production on that to work all his time into Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Or is it they're supposed to be connected? I don't fucking know the story, but I remember the reason why PT didn't take off is because Death Stranding came out. But the Stranding's whole premise, okay, this is gonna be weird. Mm-hmm. Some cataclysmic. I'm seeing it right. Cataclysmic. You maybe not be able to say it. It's right. a horrible event. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> happened in the United States mm-hmm. that caused uh, these creatures to come out of somewhere, a dimension. Uh, that like work like ghosts almost, and you see them floating around like black shadows in the sky. And what's weird is that you see like these string of looks like string essentially, like almost mm-hmm. like a like a thin like smoke rope coming from the ground going all the way up into the atmosphere. Right? That's almost what's around you. And there's invisible creatures you can't see that can kill you. And the only way to detect these is with infants. Infants in a little orange capsule. Attach you some technology that works like a satellite, and the satellite will go off and warn you when one of these creatures you can't see is around. Mm. Yeah, okay. And that's just one part of the weirdness. Also, some reason what happened with the events caused something called uh, time rain, which means when this rain is raining on somebody mm-hmm. or raining on something, time speeds up for that. So if you were underneath this rain, get caught underneath it, you would age Jeez. until you die. Like, wow. re- repeatedly. I saw that preview for it. You see a guy, like, laying in the rain, like, ah, he's, like, in an accident. And you see his face go from, like, uh, someone in their 20s down to someone in their 60s. Wow. In a matter of minutes. You see the grass grow, die, grow, die underneath the rain. Wow. It's like time rain, which is, well, that was a weird thing to add in there. But your main character, Norman Reedus, or, you know, Daryl Dixon, however you want to know Norman Reedus from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He's the main character of the game. His old premise is that he has to... Physically carry shit and try to connect the colonies that are still around back to each other. Mm. And you have to play the game. People say it, some people like it, some people hate it. I, don't, I haven't played it yet, but I want to just because of that premise alone. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. These games are getting weird out here. Yeah. Wait to the alternate, or not alternate reality, wait to the augmented reality. Yeah. I can just imagine, imagine playing that with your phone and you have your headphones in or like that and you hear someone. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. And you, like you turn the phone around and you don't see anything. But you see something running around the corner in your house. They mm-hmm. use your hallways, your furniture, everything in your place. The the, uh, the augmented reality uses it to create ghosts in your place. Yeah, I think that would honestly freak. I like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if people, I don't know. <laughs> Are you tired? Always. Yeah. I have thyroid problems. What is this confession like? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Thyroid equals tiredness. But funny, the same this guy, he's like ten out of ten with his shit. Same company, same guy created Silent Hill, right? Death Stranding, the PT game, also created or didn't create. They're involved somehow with uh, another game called Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Now, that is almost a combination of Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Mm. Not only are you fighting zombie creatures and shit like that, but you're deli- fighting, like, demonic supernatural creatures at the same time. Yeah. It's like, it messes with your head, but it's not in your head. Mm. I don't know. When it comes to horror games and stuff like that, I always, I like them, but I'm real picky about them. And there's more games that come out, like, consistently in the next couple of years that deal with horror. And it's hard to tell new stories with horror. To mm-hmm. get people to freak out and stuff like that while playing it. Yeah. Like, I played all the Dead Space series from 1 to 3. And they were really good. And some of the shit you fight. And there's always a fucking giant creature, like, three stories tall. That's almost an impossibility to kill. But for some reason, there's always weapons in it. That's one thing us gamers know for sure. Mm-hmm. When you go to a spot and there's a save point automatically. And all of a sudden there's, like, different weapons and ammo lying around. He's like, oh, shit, there's a, there's a boss fight coming. I know there's a boss fight coming <laughs> mm. every single time. Why are you not amused? I am amused. Like, no, no, no. No, I am. I just, 
No, I'm just thinking about like the different games and stuff. You never experienced anything scary in your fucking uh, Sims game? Actually, yes. Okay, so I used to be like, not recent. I haven't played in like years, but I used to be like obsessed with Sims for some reason. I'm just—I'll be honest. I used to play that game. Like it was before I had a kid too. So like <laughs> it was like when I had like a lot of free time, and um, I mainly liked it because like you can build things in that game. I guess I don't know. Anyways, but uh, there's some creepy like stories behind stuff that has happened in that game. Like, I think it's creepy too. Like, you could actually kill people in that game. You could create serial killers and stuff like that. Well, that just creates sociopaths. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if someone really wants to get out of their crap, I'm going to play Sims. No, but, um,. Yeah, so people don't know what that is. It was basically, you know, you created your own world, people, families, kind of weird. Now that I'm saying it, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like, uh, yeah, no, there's some creepy stories, and then too, obviously, like anything, there's people that do mods online for the game. Didn't you buy like a vampire mod? Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, no, it was like a creature mod. It was like you could be like a werewolf. Or, okay, that's not. <laughs> this makes you sound like such a nerd. Anyways, um, how do you spend your Friday nights at home playing Sims? Which is just a, a, a non-gamer's version of like uh, any RPG game. Yeah. <laughs> so. You get the same thing out of freaking Fallout. Yeah. Are you know, funny enough? Fallout 4? What? Okay. <laughs> Scratch my nose. Okay. Uh, uh, Fallout 4 actually only had its its scary moments. Uh-huh. Uh, but what I like about games when, like, uh, and out of nowhere, I have, like, a scary moment. Like, when you go into any Fallout 4 players, know the uh, part where you go into the uh, Witch's Museum. Because it takes place in Boston, so you go mm-hmm. to the Salem area. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you go to the Witch Museum. Mm-hmm. And you're down there, you start hearing this thing. Big thing walking up upstairs, and you see bodies falling through the floors. What? Yeah. Okay, that's creepy. <laughs> no, thinking about it, there was some creepy, like I guess, like kind of like what you were saying. Like sometimes there'll be like characters that aren't like you didn't create in the game, and then like weird stuff like that, and weird like the mods go creepy and. And, like, there is, like, some crazy, like, conspiracy theories about the game. Like, I know there was, like, some things online about, um, like, that little weird language that they speak in the game. Like, it's not English. It's, like, like, it's, like, gibberish. Like, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) That was not in the game. They didn't pick up on the, can- the microphone. Okay, that definitely picked up. All right. <laughs> I, definitely I feel picked better. Up. Oh, my God. Anyway. I don't even know how to act. I, I don't <laughs> even know what to think right now. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Not so- only do you hear EVPs, but you hear farts in the background. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there was some oh, creepy headphones. <laughs> I'll throw it around my shoulder. Like, it's falling uh, off now. <laughs> Damn it. Goddamn headphone already fell off. That's like uh, hanging on. I am definitely taking a picture after this. No. I don't get to see this ever. It's like a really big gate. <laughs> like I got like a, 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 was it like a, a negative 24 or something? <laughs> Stop. I want to fix it. <laughs> God, you know, pure pants on Damn it. Ah, fuck it. It's going to hang. It's going to hang right there for the rest of the episode. Gosh. <laughs> and this 
sheer fact that this man tried ripping <laughs> didn't realize <laughs> I didn't know it was attached all the way through. Didn't realize that there was wires attached. <laughs> and just goes on oh, the stupid headphone and tries to rip it out and there's yeah, wires afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. It's just hanging there. I'm serious, I'm taking a picture. Alright, whatever. <laughs> uh. Anywho. Where are you pee pants laughing at yeah. this? Um what was I gonna say? No, what's what proves your your theory mm-hmm. on the idea of games becoming almost a feeding ground for demons or, or spirits altogether? Are you taking a picture right now? Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> what comes up with that, that, that proves that theory right is that mm-hmm. past games that were like 8-bit and other games like that a long time ago had those legends in them, the games that had ghosts in them. Yeah. So games that old with that low technology had it back then. Can you imagine something that's on the base of virtual reality? Yeah. There's going to be that. And that's going to be a time that's going to be weird because you imagine having to go into a virtual reality world to investigate someplace. Weird. Some part of the game has built in an else. A haunted, not sorry, has a part of the world that was digitally coded and stuff like that that has hauntings in it. And I can see video game developers wanting to make things more scary. So how do you make things something more scary, something more terrifying for people, right? You make it real. And you make it real by involving demons in it, right? Yeah. Maybe coding on something uh, uh, of like a, a pentagram or some kind of like summoning spell within the game that actually calls demons into it. That would be... There should be warning labels then. Yeah. Warning. Play this game and you might summon a demon. Well, I don't say summon a demon, but just like it's gonna it's gonna create that like level of haunting within a game. And yeah. once that happens, it's gonna be shut down real fast. Yeah, because that does not sound like a fun night. Yeah. Playing a game with like crazy stuff like that in it. I can imagine. I can imagine. I like, like you play an augmented reality game and actually doesn't and make the place haunted. Yeah, you <laughs> could see you're like, Megan, I got this new game and there's warning sign for demons. Hey, no, we can't handle. Ugh, no thanks. No thanks. Wait, if, I haven't played a new, like a good horror game in a long while. Yeah. 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 Funny enough, I, something I want to know, amongst other our listeners, how much mm-hmm. you guys are actual gamers? Like, yeah. you you actually like, oh yeah, I like that video game and that video game. You actually play video games. I know that most people that are into the horror mm-hmm. that play video games are obviously like horror video games because that's yeah. like it's basically playing a horror movie. Yeah, for a good period of time because it scares you. It's intense and it's also most of them now have become action on a level like that. Mm-hmm. But I've been liking the ones that actually like make a story out of it, like yeah. until dawn, right? Like, it makes it, like, your choice and different outcomes, different endings happen for different outcomes. And stuff yeah, like that. and I think, like, as a non-gamer, like, until Dawn, like, for me, I know I I was even like, I don't play games, but I kind of want to play this one. So. Yeah. Well, since you're uneducated Not- on oh the subject. Oh, my gosh. And I've, uh. And it was a slight, it was a slight change in schedule. Cause the reason why, the main thing is like, you know, they had that document dump and it's a lot to get through. And that is an episode I know I personally, like, I want to do, like, give you guys some extensive information, break well, it down. Well, it's gonna be a lot to go through. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be one of the longer episodes that we have. And we don't want to make it boring because it could be kind of boring if you don't present the information correctly. So. Definitely wanted to make sure we have the right stuff, make sure it's explained properly, and it's an, not easier, easier terms is not the word, but, um, it's not the word, like, not easier terms, but. We're gonna sift through the pile of shit to find you the nice gold coins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. That's the perfect way to explain it. Uh. <laughs> That one headphone. Oh, yeah. Another reason why I want to cut it short now because it's fucking headphones because they're dangling. <laughs> chilling on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so yeah. Um, also, anybody listening, fan or 
anybody that has a podcast or anything like that, anybody, anybody that wants to do a live with us. Anybody, anybody. That wants to do a live with us, um, we're doing Saturday Night Lives on Instagram. Yeah. So anybody that wants to come on with us and chat with us about the paranormal, whether you're a fan, whether you're another podcast, whether you're in the paranormal or not, whether you're an investigator, whatever. Or you just want to come talk to us. Yeah. Um, Make sure to – I have a link where you guys can actually book, like, a thing just so it's more organized, just in case, you know. But, um, but yeah. So, if you don't want to go through that, you can DM us, but – um. It's just a more organized way for us, you know, from for now and then into the future. You know, if there's more people that want to do lives or whatever. But, yeah, so even if you're a fan of the show, don't really have any, you know, you're just a fan. You just have an Instagram. Um, and want to do – we're also going to try and incorporate um, TikTok lives at some point. Um, we're trying to get on TikTok to hit more of a – broader base um and um because there's some really awesome like paranormal people on tiktok if you guys haven't sifted through them um so yeah definitely want to add our content to tiktok as well so uh we might even go live there sometimes so yeah but for now instagram because that seems where everyone is right now yeah right now but like i said we're gonna also kind of work on getting our TikTok kind of content there too. Yeah. So as much as our Instagram. But um yeah, so check us out on our Instagram mm-hmm. at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast. Our Twitter at Hidden in the Shaw Six. Our TikTok at Hidden in the Podca Two. Mm-hmm. Not the same with a Boston accent, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. Podca. Yeah. Podca. It's what they gave me. Podcast two. I wonder who has podcast one. Yeah, true. <laughs> or they just put it in there for no random reason. Yeah, message them. Hey, we're podcast two. Hidden right. in the podcast two. You're hidden. It's gonna be out there. I don't, huh? know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, give us a review on uh on iTunes. If you don't have iTunes, uh, you know, share Podchaser too. Yeah, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcast, <laughs> give us your rating as as, it, as you see fit. Yes. Um. Let us know if you want to, what do you want to hear? Some new stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll take requests too. So we're going to put, as we said before, declassified files uh, episode off for a little bit until we get more information so we can give you just everything. to make sure. Cause you know, that whole 180 days, like file what? dump thing, just in case yeah. there's not more kind of like added on. Yeah. Um, cause right now, like just from what I sifted through, it's just. Uh, kind of like what we already kind of like people that believed in aliens kind of already, already knew. knew. Yeah. If there's no like hardcore evidence, maybe they're waiting to disclose that stuff. Who knows? So yeah, well. But so uh, next episode next Friday, it's gonna be an intense one. I think it is. What is it? Witch hauntings. Uh, witch so hauntings. so this includes like. The Bell Witch, the any kind of like hauntings that occurred that kind of like had a witch involved. That terrifies me. Yeah. Plus you have the story you told me one time about that guy. Okay. The guy that saw the witch or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. That There's a, a lot story. of story. That yeah, yeah, the yeah, the listener submission stories. Um there is if you go on Reddit, there's a lot of kind of like or they think it's a witch, or they think it's like an old hag kind of thing. But um, there's some there's some legends too that kind of coincide with that, and freaks me out. But yeah, so that's gonna be next week's episode. So look forward to that, guys. And this Saturday, uh, when you listen to this on Friday, Saturday I have a, a Saturday Night Live with who do I have it with? With uh, Mysteries Obscured. Yes. Which is going to be interesting to talk to them. Yes, and then the following week we'll also we have we'll have Oscar from Induced Fear podcast. Yeah. So. And yeah. she got a lot of cool Instagram lives, of people who I actually want to put on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an idea for uh, Instagram live whenever Megan wants to get on it. 
Yeah, I know. I have to get on it. It's just because, like, nine times out of ten, one of us has to be watching Killian. So when it's any kind of bonus episodes aside from our weekly episodes, either bonus episodes or lives or stuff like that. So we try to get on together, but it's, like, super hard to. So we'll work on that, and hopefully soon both of us will be able to get on to a live Soon. Which I might be late to the one idea that I have in doing, but if we can do it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's not sorry, it's a horror, but it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Um, I guess I, I guess you could say what it is that mm. I want to do eventually. Mm. Uh, what we got for Christmas. Oh, so we're both huge fans of Friends, the TV show. Yeah. And, uh, we got this like Friends trivia game. So. There might be one Saturday that hanging out, talking about a little bit about the paranormal and playing, playing friends trivia. And see who is the uh, more knowledgeable friends fan. Yeah. So it's not like really, it's not really, it's not really like paranormal, but it, it would be a cool like chill out. Cause that's what we wanted those lives to be for you guys is just like us hanging out with you guys, a chance for us to, you know, kind of. You know, get to know us a little bit more, talk a little bit discussion wise, but also. Hang out with you guys on Saturdays. Yep. As always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes.